Yeah, we all go to work. Well, most of us go to work every day. Congratulations to those of you who will join the ranks, or actually Tom Skilling will be joining your ranks of the retired coming up. He'll join us on Tuesday. He's kind of busy today. But this story about the Chicago Fire Department and the second ranking official getting what the the headline says is a mild punishment after after sexual harassment violations had me thinking, what exactly constitutes sexual harassment? Here's what happened. And let's um, say hello to Patrick Dolan. Patrick Dolan is a partner at Conti Dolan. And Patrick, you specialize in employment law, right? I do. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing well. So here's the complaint. In a complaint filed with the Human Resources Department for the Chicago Fire Department in August of 2022, a fire official reported that First Deputy Commissioner Mary Sheridan confronted him at work about an alleged sexual relationship with another fire department employee. The complaint alleged Sheridan said, we know you guys are blanking. Keep that blank to yourselves. So I read more into the story and it said comments relating to sexual intercourse are plainly sexual in nature and a violation of the Equal Employment Opportunity Policy. Patrick, does that mean we can never discuss sex at all with anyone in a work environment? Well, it's not a, not a real good idea, Lisa, but I think in focusing on uh, Deputy Commissioner Mary Sheridan's situation specifically, there are a couple of things. Clearly, her language was explicit and certainly uh, unbecoming of someone at the high level uh, within the uh, CFD, but I'm not sure uh, whether she was commenting on the relationships uh, among equal-level employees or a subordinate in an employee, which, which makes a difference because in her capacity um, as a supervisor, she should be able to confront uh, if, a supervisor if she believes that that supervisor is having a relationship with a subordinate, which does violate the policy. So it's generally not a good idea to comment whether it's employee to employee and for sure not supervisor to employee about a sexual relationship. But in Sheridan's specific case, um, it's specifically uh, problematic, although perhaps what she should have done given her responsibilities. Okay, so as as um, someone who oversees employees, she would have been better to address the situation about what the policy is about two employees in a relationship and not get graphic about sex. Right. I think that's exactly correct. Listen, it's it's not a great topic, you know, uh, as you know, in the workplace. It's just not something that should be brought up. Um, it, even if you think it's uh, a comment with a friendly colleague and you're just trying to make a joke, you don't know how that person is going to take that comment. It's it's just not appropriate. And it can, you know, lead to claims down the road if the person um, asserts that they were offended by that comment and it could create a hostile work environment. Although, frankly, I don't think in this specific instance, those two comments uh, allegedly made by uh, Deputy Sheridan constituted a significant violation of that policy. Okay, Patrick, what are some things we should never discuss at work, even if we believe we're friendly with our colleagues? 
Well, besides somebody's sexual relationship, um, you know, they're really uh, touchy subjects regarding race, religion, maybe even politics. Uh, there's certain things that you just don't know if the other person's going to be offended by a comment that you don't mean to be offensive, that the way they take that comment is the thing that the law focuses on. Um, and you may think it's okay, and then later on find out it's not. So those those issues are things that you really should stay away from. I know it's difficult. People want to talk about things in the news, et cetera, but just be careful uh, about having those conversations in the workplace. Uh, because it is in the news, and I think we used to all what we called talk around the water cooler. That doesn't happen anymore, but people do gather and discuss what's happening in the news or discuss the lives of other people they work with. And what are some of the things that you have seen happen in a place of employment that have led to sexual harassment charges that weren't overt, like grabbing someone, kissing someone, repeatedly asking them out for a date, but some of those issues that are just questionable enough that many people might do and will get you into trouble? Inappropriate jokes uh, in the presence of someone who's not even the target of the joke or the person that's supposed to be listening uh, to the joke is something that I see um, frequently, and people don't even realize that if, if someone hears a joke and they're offended by it, that could constitute, constitute a hostile work environment. Um, comments about someone's appearance, it's unfortunate that you can't say, hey, you look nice today or something like that, and I think you probably can, but if that's where it ends, it's fine. But, you know, I, people tend to cross the line, Lisa, sometimes as far as what they, you know, what compliment they're trying to make of someone. So you have to be really careful about that. Um, But I think jokes showing somebody something that you think is funny on your phone, TikTok, et cetera, um, I think that presents a problem and something that I've seen a lot. Um, You just don't know how someone's going to take something that you think is funny, but it, it could be totally inappropriate to somebody else. What about pictures you have up around your desk? Yeah, that's that is definitely something that I've seen uh, to support a hostile work environment. Um, be really careful about what pictures you put up, especially when you're in a cubicle that people can walk by and see everything that's on your desk, uh, on your desk, or a pin to to uh, you know an area around your desk. That's something to be concerned about as well. My gosh, so much to worry about that we didn't have to worry about 30 years ago, but with good cause because, um, you know, so many people have taken advantage of the loose rules and and now I feel like they're a little tight and people might be charged with something that they had no malice, no malice was involved. Yeah, no, I agree. That's just where we are. I think the law is trying to create an appropriate line in the workplace. Sometimes people think it's too strict. Others think it's too lenient. It just really depends on which side of that uh, joke or comment you are. And who do you represent in these type of situations? I typically represent the individual, uh, most likely uh, a female in that scenario, but it could be a male who's claiming harassment based on a gender or sexual orientation. But I typically represent the individual. Thank you so much for joining us, Patrick. Thanks, Lisa. Patrick Dolan, partner at Conti and Dolan, will check in with Robert Sherman. He's in Israel. That's next after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.